again. This is Michael Lodge, and I am the business advisor. I hope that all of you had a really good 4th of July. Mine was spent just relaxing, just taking care of in-house business, such as laundry, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, but it was a good day. I, I tell you, I was surprised the night before on Saturday, no, on Sunday, I mean, the fireworks were going off. I mean, they were all over my neighborhood. You could Here in the south, they have these cannons that they blow off, and it sounds like a big old boom. And, of course, the dogs go running, and, and sometimes I do too. But but um, it was, a, it was a, a loud Sunday night. But then Monday, on the 4th of July, hardly anything. Couldn't, couldn't even hardly hear any fireworks, didn't see anything. I think everybody was so tired from the night before that they just went to sleep. Or maybe they knew they had to get up in the morning and go to work like me. I said, okay, well, let's not spend too much time with these crazy fireworks. So I'm a little bit concerned in reading some of the the business news this morning. And I'm going to talk about two. And the first one is going to be about Tesla and that they're... Uh, when the orders are down, the production is down, and part of that has to do with the manufacturing plant in Shanghai, because in Shanghai they were shut down because of the pandemic. They literally shut everything down. So that factory was not producing anything, zero. It was shut down. And the other issue that I really think that no one wants to talk about, they kind of shy away from the subject, but I won't, and it's the issue that Americans at the moment are so financially strapped that they can't buy a Tesla. They can't buy that fifty to seventy-five thousand, a hundred thousand dollar car. They can barely afford to pay gas and get to work every day, or get to the store to buy groceries or to take the kids to school. They are strapped financially. They are strapped. Everything has gone up. And inflation has gone up and has affected the American household. So I would expect that Elon Musk is going to close some more factories and lay off some more people. I don't think at the moment the American economy is strong enough for you and I to go out and purchase a $50,000 car. I have been looking at used cars, and I tell you, I'm a, I'm afraid to even try to even buy a used car because they're so expensive. They have gone up. And they're at a price where it's very difficult to even think about purchasing or going into debt on a car that you know that the value just is not there. Because we've always been told, what have we been told? When you buy a car, it depreciates the moment you drive it off the lot. So we know that those cars that used to be selling for $10,000, as an example, are now selling for fifteen dollars to $20,000. That's how, how bad the prices have gone up. And the inventory of them are just not that much. I got a, a notice from the Nissan dealer where I bought my last car from saying, listen, if you come in, we'll buy your car. Well, I can't sell you my car because I need it to get to go buy food to get to the post office, to go visit a client, to go to church, to do what the normal days of life that you need a car for. 
So we have a problem where we have got to start seeing an adjustment in these prices coming down. Because the American people just cannot afford a Tesla, just cannot afford these cars that are so expensive. And if you are going into debt for that, you're absolutely nuts. Because you can't take on more debt during an inflationary time when you're paying more for something that should not be up there in that price range. If you look at houses, my gosh, houses have boomed up. Now we're starting to see more and more houses out in inventory, more houses out there to buy. We're starting to see foreclosures uh, happening on those people who took out an adjustable rate mortgage. And we're starting to see the price, uh, I mean, the houses staying on on the market just a little bit longer now. And that they're having to take reduced prices because they just can't move them as fast as they used to. So we have a we have a problem where everything is overpriced. Everything is exaggerated. And that is what hurts the American people. Now the other issue that I have is for small businesses. I tell you, I'm I really I I listen, I'm on your side. I'm a small business guy, and I know as I consult to small businesses, businesses, I can hear the hurt and pain that they're having because they're barely making it. And the biggest thing that is hitting them right now are rents. The landlords who were pretty good in working payment plans out with their renters uh, did a good job. But now they want all that money that you owe back. There's a one individual who owns a one of those stores where they sell cards and you know cups and you know stuff like that. Gift shop, a gift shop. His landlord came in and said, "Listen, we need to get all that money in, in uh, back that you didn't pay us during the pandemic, and we need ten thousand dollars within five days." This poor guy had to go out and take on loans at much higher interest rates just to be able to stay in his store. Plus, on the other side, the landlord also raised his rents. And we're seeing that not just in the commercial uh, leases, but we're seeing that also on those individuals that are renting an apartment, renting a house. The landlords are coming in and saying, we have to have higher rent. So you're seeing rents go from $1,800 a month to $3,400 a month. Some apartment buildings have said, okay, the, 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 the rental increase is up to $500 per month. I mean, it, it, it is now at the point where landlords are trying to go back and get the money that they've lost. And it has hit small businesses as an added expense to their bottom line. And they're not making it. So when you see things like this happen with landlords, and you see the small business guy really struggling and just barely now starting to get back into the swing of things of small business, you have landlords now saying, "Ah, listen, we need our money. You owe us this money. But now there's an option that you have now in all of your leases, small business people, In all of your leases, you have an option there of going into mediation. 
is part of your lease. At least in the majority of your leases out there, it's in your lease. It says to go to arbitra- to, to go to mediation and then to arbitration. You have the option of sitting down with an independent mediator, an independent party, and work a payment plan out of some kind or a resolution out. And that is the only way that you can really have a good, meaningful dialogue with a mediator there to to help both sides to come to a a conclusion or an agreement that is fair to both sides. You have that in your in your lease agreement. I would highly suggest that you use mediation before it goes into a legal matter, which is going to cost you buco bucks with retainer fees and lawyer fees and court costs and everything else. At least with a mediator, you can have a session with them with both sides present and discuss what and put items on the table that you would like to happen. And they can put things on their side that they will accept or offer or compromise. In taxes, we call that offer and compromise. So it's good that you sit down and you have that discussion with a mediator so that he can guide you through the process and come up with a payment plan or a reduction in rent or something that is fair to both sides. It's much better than trying to attack it by yourself because sometimes you have a this emotional side of you and it's it's emo, it, it's a it is an emotional fact that when you are pressured financially that you can lose it. You can lose it. You get angry, you get frustrated, words come out, and then pretty soon you from a semi-relationship, you went into a bad relationship because you just could not hold back on your frustration. With mediation, the mediator is there to help you with that frustration and help you clearly identify what your needs are, what the other side's needs are, and come to a, a good conclusion of, of resolving the differences. Now, and it's not going to work every time, but at least 85% of the, of the time, mediation works. It's a good substitution to court. And it's a good substitution to default. At least you tried to sit down and resolve the issue. I tell you, money is an emotional thing. When you don't have the money and you're all, all of a sudden getting a $10,000 bill from your landlord... That's an emotional side because you know that at the bottom line in your business, it is razor thin. And sometimes there's no razor at all. Sometimes you're in the negative, which a lot of businesses, small businesses, have themselves into at the moment because there's just too high of expensive that have just boomed all of a sudden because of inflation. So I, I suggest... And I encourage each each and every single one of you, sit down with a mediator. Sit down with me. I'm a mediator. And I am a good mediator because I am able, I know the business, I know real estate, I know leases, I know everything that goes through. I've been through it so many different times. There's always a confidential way to settle these things and to get on the road so that you can develop and build your business. 
But it's a tough time because inflation is hitting you with all of the other costs. The utilities have gone up. The cost of goods have gone up. Delivery time is you don't know when the product is going to get into your stores. You have a whole bunch of issues. But you do have an option. And that's mediation through your contracts. Sit down and mediate. It's the best way. I've had so many of these cases before me. And I started this back in the pandemic. I started telling small business, you have an option in your lease agreements, use it, sit down and mediate. It's the best possible way to resolve conflict. And every single business out there has some sort of conflict hitting them every single day. It could be higher property taxes. It could be that your goods are just not getting to you because of the supply chain just is not moving like it used to move. So sometimes instead of taking a week to get a product, it's taking you three weeks, four weeks. I know, I hear the stories out there. But don't get discouraged. There's always a way to resolve these issues. You just need to think a little bit further out of the box. Get out of the box, in, in fact, Open up the lid of that box and get out and start resolving your issues. Now, if you need a mediator, we're here. We're here to help you. And that is what our job is all about. Listen, if you would like to support my podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. Go to buymeacoffee.com. It's all one word. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Michael Lodge. Again, that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Michael Lodge. And you can also click on the button that says buy me a coffee. If you go to my website, which is www.lodge-co.com, I want to hear from every single one of you. Hey, I'm going to tell you a little bit more later uh, tomorrow on my trip planning for my 21 states that I have got to visit because they're the last states and I can say, okay, I have gotten all 50 states. I've been in all 50 states. That is my goal. And if you guys want to help me out on that, I'd greatly appreciate it at buymeacoffee.com. Listen, I'll talk with you soon. Everybody go and have a great day. I hope you had a great 4th of July. I hope you're rested and relaxed and ready to face the week. Or the remainder of the week. We only have four days. That's pretty cool. This is Mike Lodge. Talk with you soon. Bye-bye.